0: Greetings, Gentle Podcast listeners. You are listening to the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast. And this week's edition coming to you a day later than we typically release these things, which we tend to do on Thursday. Uh, We're coming to you today from a snowy Friday here in Brattleboro. This is maybe the second or third actual snowfall of this season on February 5th, which is strange and not altogether disagreeable. But, uh, but this is not a, a weather forecast show. This is this week in Brattleboro history brought to you by trustee Joe Rivers and his young historians at the Brattleboro area middle school. Today discussing the fraught relationship between Island Park and the Connecticut River released onto the world wide web Friday, February 5th, 2016.
1: It was 101 years ago this month that Island Park weathered its worst ice flood. In February of 1915, the park's grandstand and dance floor were severely damaged when ice rode up over the island and crashed through the Island Park Pavilion. Local owners George Fox and Michael Moran repaired parts of the park and it continued to limp along until the Great Flood of 1927 washed away organized activities at the park forever.
2: For those of you not familiar with Island Park, it was located on what is now a tiny island in Connecticut River where the bridges between Brattleboro and Hinsdale connect. The island was once 30 acres in size, and in 1910 the work began to build Island Park amusements.
3: There were about 8,500 residents in Brattleboro at the time, and Island Park became an amusement area that drew people from surrounding towns. Visitors from as far away as Boston came to Brattleboro to experience baseball games, horse and buggy rides up Mount Wontastegate, Bowling, boating, motion pictures, and dancing. Some baseball contests drew as many as 3,000 spectators.
4: Two presidents gave speeches at the park, Taft and Roosevelt, and it was the site of many high school football games in the fall.
3: The island had a bad reputation before the park was built. During the early 1900s, it was illegal to sell alcohol in Brattleboro, and a few taverns were located on the island. The island officially belonged to Hinsdale, New Hampshire. It was also illegal to sell alcohol in Hinsdale, but the island was six miles from the Hinsdale Police Station, and the taverns on the island frequently sold illegal liquor to visiting folks from Batterborough.
4: It is said that Fox and Moran, the owners of the island park, built the park to establish an alcohol-free entertainment on the island. The newspaper advertising for the park claimed the island as the home of clean amusements. As
2: the logging north of Brattleboro continued along the Connecticut River, the spring floods grew larger and the Vernon Dam was completed in 1909. The Connecticut River backed up behind the dam wall, and the river rose as a result. The Island Park Pavilion was built on piers that were higher than any height the river had ever reached in flood, but it was not enough. By 1912, flooding and erosion had shrunk the island from 30 acres to 5. For a few short years, Island Park operated at full potential, but as the floods continued, the island was devastated.
1: It was 101 years ago this month that Island Park suffered an ice flood that forever altered the amusements. Football and baseball games continued, but the pavilion and grandstands suffered damages that could not be repaired. Two summers ago, a scuba diver in the Connecticut River recovered parts of the Island Park soda fountain. It had been washed away 99 years ago, only to be recovered in the next century. We'd like to thank Reed, Anna, Callista, and Lizzie for reading this week in Brattleboro History.
0: Thank you for listening to the Brattleboro Historical Society podcast. We hope you've enjoyed the program.